Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast that explores the path to holistic well-being and self-discovery. I'm your host Avik and I'm excited to have you join us on this transformative journey. In today's episode we have the privilege of sitting down with a true trailblazer in the world of health, education and empowerment. So she has dedicated her career to fostering wellness through the ancient wisdom of ayurveda and yoga with a particular uh, focus on women's health so please give a warm welcome to our esteemed guest jennifer day so welcome to the show jennifer thank you avik thank you So uh, Jennifer, like before we start diving into this topic, like I'll definitely like to mention this to all of our listeners that Jennifer has been a spirited force in her professional ventures and creative projects, harnessing her passion to drive health education forward. So her 15-year journey has been filled with a commitment to studying, practicing and sharing the profound teachings of Ayurveda and yoga with the world so her background in property development and management might seem uh, worlds apart from the path she is chosen so but as she shot like deeper truths about health and relationships she discovered her calling and teaching these invaluable tools of well-being so over the over the last 5 years she has immersed herself fully in her chosen path making significant contributions to the field so she co-founded a non-profit organization in california co-runs a donation based veteran cafe i mean it's a vegetarian cafe my mistake so co-authored as like ayurvedic cookbook and she has been facilitating online and in in person yoga and also culinary workshops with all i mean all with a kind of focus on specific health topics so most recently like uh, she has dived deep into the realm of women's health bringing to light the long standing experimental teachings of ayurveda and yoga that empower women to lead healthier and more fulfilling lives so if you are ready to gain insights into holistic well-being and explore the secrets of ayurveda and yoga through a crimson lens this episode is not to be missed so without further ado let's welcome jennifer to the healthy mind and healthy life again welcome again thank you i'm so looking forward to our conversation thank you for ha- having me great great so jennifer like um 
to start with like can you share uh, with us your personal journey and how you found your calling in empowering women's health through ayurveda and the yoga yeah so as you mentioned i had started in a very professional uh typical background in america for, for development and management of properties and as I learned the tools of Ayurveda for myself and my life and experienced such a radical change through yoga, I started teaching on the side. And over time, that really built up. And the last five years, it's been exclusively this teaching, practicing and networking lifestyle. And because I'm a woman, I have a womb. And experiencing changes myself and speaking with other women about this, um, I noticed a couple of things in particular that really led me to this calling. The main one being that women and people in general are not having these conversations. And the second one being because we're not having these conversations, a lot of pain and suffering is happening where there could be extraordinary health. And so I just decided this can't, you know, why not have another voice in this? Why not have more networking but being put towards this? It's such a problem across the world. So that's what I'm doing. Wow, that's so lovely. That's really lovely. And so uh, what are some of the key principles of Ayurveda and yoga that can significantly impact a woman's physical and the emotional well-being? Yes. Yeah, so... Yoga and Ayurveda being sister sciences really put a holistic toolbox, if you would, uh, together for anybody to use and harness specifically under a teacher's guidance, because that's who can really target, you know, our growth. And everything put together uh, really puts the whole lifestyle in, in front of somebody. So Yoga is the way I practiced and have, have learned it is a little bit different than the maybe more Kriya based yoga that's known in the West. So I've studied under teachers, uh, two in particular, who have really guided me towards diving into the spiritual concepts and in a way using yoga to put myself out of balance to say, okay, there's um, maybe some stagnancy in life that's creating patterns. So let's break that. Let's use yoga to break the patterns and shuffle all the cards. Yeah. And then I studied Ayurveda, not as a practitioner myself, more as a rogi, a patient. So studied Ayurveda and used it for my own life to put a new balance in that is more aligned with who I am authentically. And I've also done that with other people in close community ways and been there walking rogies uh, patients alongside that as well, that process. Wow, that's, that's really lovely, I'd say. So also, like, in your experience, how can a woman tap uh, into their inner strength and the resilience to navigate the life's challenges with the grace and the empowerment? Mm. I'd say it starts with a decision. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it starts with the decision to really look at our lives. And I think this goes for men and women, because in this way, we're all the same. Um, to look at what's really happening in my life. Am I really healthy mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? 
What do I feel good about in that deep sense? What do I not feel good about? And then realizing that just like over the millennia, we've had intergenerational wisdom that's kind of broken these days. So if it's not in somebody's family, maybe we need to put the next part of that decision in the hands of somebody who I've sought out to help me, guide me through this process, help me reach more wisdom and more wholeness in my life. And that alone is so much for anybody to do. And it makes us see, where am I not strong? Where am I strong? Where can I help someone else? And where do I need help? And I think that's an experience of going into the strength and the courage and the wisdom of all these practices that are really deep and unseen a lot of times. Exactly, exactly. So also like, could you shed a light on the concept of empowering womanhood through a crimson lens? Yeah, it absolutely starts with that, that I just said. The empowerment is, it's a self-empowerment. So somebody might come along and, you know, be a critical lover to me and say, you know, here's some things that you can do to better your life or become more of who you are. But I have to take that in myself and say and be the driver of it. Let my consciousness push me forward in it. And so I like to speak about this a lot to many, many women to say, okay, this is a decision to be self-empowered. And these are the these are the starts of the process. And I'm in it too. There's nobody that's that's completely knowing of all these things. We're all in it together. And some people have better tools than others. <laughs> exactly. So um also we have heard that many people, I mean many women especially, uh faces the stress and the burnout due to the demanding roles in both the personal and the professional spheres. So uh, how can the Ayurveda and yoga help them find the balance and the rejuvenation? Yeah, this is a really interesting question because there's a lot of changes going on in the world where, you know, in the West, at least, we have the women's movements from the 60s to the 70s, and it really put women more in professional capacities. Working full-time, families became, you know, two working parent households. And in one way that came with so many blessings. And in another way, it came with drawbacks of you had less of a home life and you have more of women whose bodies are not, um, they're meant to be rhythmic. And you put them in a very linear, workplace and there's a lot of changes happening right now even with spain passing laws that women you know basically menstrual leave Mm -hmm. each month they can you know yes claim a menstrual leave and then have that time that maybe they make up for maybe they don't because it's considered you know i don't want to really call it a sick time but it's considered a, a recognized leave And so the world in the next 15 years is, I think, going to really try to grapple with everything that's happening in the environment and also everything, you know, the physical environment and and then everything that's happening in family lives and, you know, how we're directing our professional lives to be so linear when that's really not reflective 
of how relationships and connection and health really work. So this is a really, really interesting question. And Ayurveda is exclusively about these life rhythms. It would never say you just live your life in a linear, rational-minded way. You can't find that anywhere. And then the same thing with yoga. And so as an individual practitioner or student, we say, well, what can we do about this? Because this is a lot to balance. We are not living in a world where we can just unplug. Um, I don't know what it's like everywhere in the world, but in the West, we even have property taxes. So you can't just live on your land and not make an income. And so we have all these challenges to face. And if when people do lean on Ayurveda and yoga, and have teachers that help them apply that wisdom, it can really make a beneficial difference in everybody's individual lives. And if governments were to recognize these principles more, now we can have both the individual lives changing Hmm. and the bigger consciousness changing as well. And so I would like to see that. Wow, that's great. So um also now when we are talking about the ayurveda and yoga so also i'd like to uh, bring this like you have co-authored an ayurvedic cookbook so could you share some practical tips or uh, i mean easy to follow recipes that uh, promote the women's health and the nourishment yeah absolutely and it's actually on our website www.iiayurveda.com that stands for the international institute of ayurveda and so the recipe book is there under the book section and it's just a free download this is something that we created because really there were 10 years of people asking us for simple, you know, basically a startup collection of simple recipes. And finally, during the pandemic, we got to doing it (laughs) and took beautiful photos. And a big thing, you know, because over 10 years, we were working with one-on-one with clients about how they can implement these changes. And really a lot of it comes down to less time cooking, not elaborate recipes, and more affordable because people aren't just cooking for one person. Usually they have a family, maybe a spouse and children or or parents at home as well. And so we responded to that, which absolutely goes for the stress of women who don't predominantly take care of household uh, chores or responsibilities like cooking. And so we put both of those together and um, I co-authored it, but my friend who is and colleague who is the chef is the original creator of these recipes. And so we got a great photographer and put it all together very nicely. And people still call us, you know, we've always been really open to if somebody has a favorite recipe that's not vegetarian or not vegan or not Ayurvedically friendly for them, and they're trying to make changes, they can always reach out to us and people, you know, your listeners can reach out to us by contacting through our website, iiayurveda.com. And they could send us their recipe and say, please change this to be Ayurvedic. And it's just like a fun free thing that we do to as an offering to people as a challenge to us and, you know, put the, put these tools out there more. Wow. 
that's so lovely and uh, so listeners i guess you have already um, uh, got to understand what you have to do i'll i'll definitely uh, share the links and everything into the show notes so that it will be easier for you to reach out to her and also um uh, I, I believe they can also curate right they can also curate the recipes and everything yes okay mm-hmm. great great so uh, it, i guess this is a, this is a great opportunity so please please uh, uh, get this as soon as possible i'll definitely uh, share the links and everything into the show notes coming back like um, also one one more thing which is coming to my mind is like how can a woman uh, connect with their feminine energy and the intuition uh, to make uh, empowered decisions for their health and life yeah <laughs> so many tools are in the practices of yoga and Ayurveda. And, you know, if somebody's already sending their recipe, they can also just share a snippet of, Hey, I'm having this challenge. What can I do about it? And we can send them some introductory tools that they can experiment with in their life. Um, I think the big one starts with the decision. Like we talked about, you know, that self-reflection and even asking others to help reflect on what's working or not in our life. Hmm. And then, education, 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 you know, this, the intergenerational passing of wisdom is a broken system at this point for the, for the past few months, I've been interviewing women from America, Great Britain, all over Europe, India, Turkey, the Middle East. Um, I haven't gotten further East than that, but I will. And the the message is the same. This information isn't being passed on. And when women are experiencing problems like dysmenorrhea, all the way through chronic and acute illnesses, they're not getting the help that they need. And the pain that they're experiencing a lot of times is not as recognized if they go to a physician. Exactly. Great. So, And a lot of it is physicians are almost back about what to do. Oh, okay. Understood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, before we wrap up, like, uh, could you uh, leave our listeners with a powerful message or maybe mantra that they can carry with them on their path to empowering the womanhood? Yeah, I'm going to use something that <laughs> it's uh, you know I have a lot of yoga mantras, but the last week I've had conversations with women that have just really made this resonate with me, which is reassuring. I am valuable, I am worthy, and I'm validated. Wow. Because this is you know if I feel like I'm valuable and validated, I will demand the tools that I need to better my life. If I don't feel I'm worthy, then I'll think it's okay that I'm in pain. And the past week I've had, it's just been focused on that. About 10 women I've spoken to with these short and long interviews, this is the message. And as soon as women start hearing this message, they demand change from themselves, from the people around them, and then they create the change. So this is my message. <laughs> wow. That's that's so lovely. That's so lovely. So Thank you. Thank you for joining us on this enlightening episode of Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. I believe uh, our listeners have found inspiration and valuable insights into the empowering womanhood through the transformative lenses of Ayurveda and the yoga. 
So uh, always remember that uh, the path to the holistic well-being is a journey to self-discovery and the empowerment. And as you navigate your own crimson lenses, embrace the wisdom shared today to cultivate a deeper connection with your mind, body, and the spirit. So if you have enjoyed this episode, do not forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Your feedback is invaluable in helping us to bring more empowering content. So join us next time for more enriching discussions on health, wellness, and self-empowerment. Until then, take care of yourself and remember that a healthy mind leads to a healthy life. So thank you so much.